Hi, welcome today to our show. Uh, I'm Terry Marciello, Director of Elderly Services for the Town of Wilmington, if you don't know me by now. And um, so today I'm very lucky to have Kristen Wolf with us, who is, has had quite the experience with assisted livings. Why are we talking about assisted living today? Well, you know, housing has become um, the topic of conversation. And there's all different types of housing, whether you buy um, an independent apartment, um, whether you stay in your own home. Uh, but the other option, too, is assisted living. And I think it would be great for us today to kind of talk to Kristen, get a little insight, because she's had quite the experience with profit, nonprofit, um, independent living, and memory care. So um, why don't we just go right on in? So Kristen. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in with us today and, and sitting and discussing this. Uh, so, you know, when people think of assisted living, mm -hmm. um, their minds are just all over the place. So could you help us as to, if you had to, with all your experience, like how many years experience now with us? About nine. Nine years. Um, how would, if a, a family came to you and said, you know, we're thinking of this, but could you just, what is assisted living? So I like to refer to assisted living as an apartment building with services. So basically, you can still be as independent as you want to be. You can still live your own life if you drive, still have a car, but also have the security of care staff around if you need help remembering your medications, if you're not safe getting in and out of the shower, um, all your meals are prepared for you, there's housekeeping services, there's a full program of activities so that you have a social calendar. A lot of people who still live at home are pretty isolated. You might not be driving, so what are you doing throughout the day? You know, watching TV, taking a nap, maybe yeah. reading, m making meals is difficult, so all of that is kind of taken care of for you. Um, a lot of people say I should have done this years ago mm -hmm. and find new friendships, because um, unfortunately the older you get, you're you know, circle kind of dwindles for one mm -hmm. reason or another. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have people around to do things with. That social aspect is huge. So um, the social aspect, yes, most definitely. So my thought is, is that if you're, you know, just like any other type of, um, and when people are buying something, you always say, mm -hmm. you know, look around, get a feel for it. So what would you recommend for a family or for the person themselves as to when they go into an assisted living, what are the types of things to ask about, to like, you know, watch, to look at? What would you recommend for them to do? A lot of it, I think, I equate to get the feel of the place. So if you look at any place that's assisted living, we all offer similar services. So we're all going to provide your meals, housekeeping, keeping, give you an apartment, things like that. Mm -hmm. But meet the people. Are they people you fit in with? Is the place homey? Is it fancy? What, what matches your kind of you know, criteria of where you would be happy. Spend some time there. Um, get to know some of the staff and just feel it. Because a lot of times I equate it to, you know, when you first looked at schools or first bought your home, there was a reason you bought that house. You know, mm -hmm. something spoke to you. Sometimes it's completely location. And some mm -hmm. families choose a place completely based on that. But a lot of times, again, there's so many assisted livings out there. We're everywhere. We're on every corner. So figure out, okay, these are the four I'm going to look at and which one do I feel comfortable in? Because um, again, service-wise, yeah, our food might be better than someone else's food, might have a more advanced program calendar, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, if you're not happy in the feel of it, who cares what we offer? So it's, it's really that comfort level for every person, and it's mm -hmm. different. That's mm -hmm. kind of why it's nice there's so many of them out there to choose from. And I think that's what's difficult for a lot of people, right. is there so many to choose from? And um, as to also the financial piece as to so many to choose from, yes. as to, you know, um, correct me if I'm wrong. So some of them, 
some assisted livings, everything's included, and others are a la carte type thing. So could you describe a little bit of the two different, you know, um, when a family, not just to take everything for granted that everything mm -hmm. is included. So uh, you definitely have to ask questions when you're looking at places because every place out there has different pricing structures. Um, there's places that you actually purchase um, and that's more of your, if you're really independent and maybe you don't need as many meals and you don't need care, but you might be giving a big chunk of money in. Mm -hmm. So that's something to know. Um, assisted livings can range anywhere, you know, there's multiple levels. So it could mm -hmm. be as low as mm -hmm. maybe 2,500, 3,000 a month and it could go up to ten or twelve thousand a month. So knowing, okay, is that in my budget, and what does that include? Like you said, so some places include care built into that price. So you might get an hour or so of care a day, broken out ten minutes, twenty minutes, how you need it. Um, other places you don't have any care included, and you add it on as you need it. So everyone kind of appeals a different method appeals to each person. Because mm -hmm. if I'm independent, I don't want to pay for the care now if I don't need it now. But I understand that if I need it someday, I can add it in and I pay accordingly. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of ask those questions, look at the pricing sheet, ask even more questions about the pricing sheet. Um, some places include laundry, some places don't. Um, some include all three meals, some don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, what is a guest meal charge? What is additional housekeeping charge? Are all your utilities included? Uh, most places do not include television or phone or if you want internet, so that would be an additional bill. Some places do. So it's really kind of getting the minutia if you're mm -hmm. really looking mm -hmm. at it. Some families come with spreadsheets and they fill in every criteria. So don't go crazy if that's not important to you, but just know there's a lot of things to ask because there's a lot of different options out there. Mm -hmm. Most of it is private pay, so you need to have either an income or assets or a home to sell to use to pay for it. Mm -hmm. um, some places do have some subsidized options. So there's you know, different Medicaid type options, but they're few and far between, mm -hmm. usually on a wait mm -hmm. list, and they have very specific criteria, usually based on your income. So things to look into, but you know, don't take it for granted just because you don't have a lot of money that you'll be approved. And obviously the way you're talking, Kristen, I mean, there are, there are so many different types and the most important thing is don't be shy to ask the question. Don't take anything for There's granted. There's no silly questions. There's yeah. no, you know, ask the same thing as many times as you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, I also encourage visit a place as many times as you want to. Don't feel mm -hmm. like the first time you walk through the door and you meet with someone like me that's in that sales role that you are going to be pressured into choosing an apartment today and moving in tomorrow. Because no, it's your time frame. You mm -hmm. run this ship. Um, we're just here to help guide you kind of through this process. So come. I've had people who come back 10 times. Come for mm -hmm. meals. Check out the building. Try the food. Really feel comfortable. Um, another thing that a lot of assisted livings do is what's called a respite stay. That's so, my next yes. question. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> so a respite stay is a, usually a minimum of 30 day stay, mm -hmm. can be 60, 90 or even longer, all depends on the community and what their specifications are. Mm -hmm. You come into a furnished apartment, the cable and telephone services are provided for you and then you get a chance to live it. It's kind of like being in a comfortable hotel room that you just show up with your suitcase, your medications, your toiletries and you try the food, you meet mm -hmm. the people, you get mm -hmm. to see what life is like. Um, it's a good way to try it before you buy it and figure out, is this something that I'm be happy with? Because maybe it's scary to think about the idea right, up right, front, but right. once you get into it, you realize, hey, this is great. Whether it's a today thing or I just want to do it for the summer because mm -hmm. I don't have air conditioning and it's going to be really hot, how am I going to survive at home? So come, try it for a month and then you know for a year down the road mm -hmm. or whenever it is. Mm -hmm. So that's always a great thing. Ask. Ask if they do it. Some places will so do less than 30, but that's... Yeah, that was my other question is too. I, I think there are a couple, but I'm not sure as there to... There are some out there. some families, that they're, 
uh, their family or a member is pretty much independent, but they want to go away and not have to worry. Right. Um, and so that they make a plan. Is that, is that um, that kind of respite too? Definitely, yes. About? Yep. So it can be for any reason. It can mm -hmm. be you need care assistance because the primary caregiver is going to not be available mm -hmm. um, or a way to try it out. We have a lot of people who might have had some sort of a hospitalization or an elective surgery and aren't safe to go home alone. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had your knee replaced and maneuvering the stairs is not an option mm -hmm. right now. So do a 30 or 60 day respite stay, get a little bit more comfortable, um, get more independence back, knowing you have that safeguard of staff around so mm -hmm. that there's always people there. If you realize, hey, getting in and out of the shower is not happening right now, you have someone there to kind of help you until you're at that level to go back home. And I don't think people, you know, I'm so glad you're bringing it up because I don't think people really see that as yeah. a service or a help that that could um, they could be eligible for type thing or yeah. thinking that they could help their family member in that way. Um, and saying that, can you go into a little bit about independent mm -hmm. versus true assisted living? Yep. So there's a lot of different options out there. So some places um, you'll see on their signs the name of the community and it might say independent living, assisted living, memory care. Every place is different. Some have a true independent living where it's a whole separate building mm -hmm. and you cannot have care services from that community staff in your apartment in independent living. So if you decline or need help or have an elective surgery, you have to bring in your own private people from the mm -hmm. outside, so some sort of a home care agency, yep. or you'd have to move internally from one apartment to another. So that's one option. Usually those are the ones that you're buying into. So you're mm -hmm. paying a large lump sum of money and then a monthly fee. Then there's others, so similar to like where I am right now at the Gables in Winchester. So we are licensed the whole community as assisted living, but people come in independently. And for our system, it's a la carte care. So you're adding on what you need when you need it mm -hmm. so that you can be completely independent. And then if you ever need help, there's no move required. You stay in your same apartment and we just assist you. So there's kind of the two different models. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Some places list independent living, but if you walk around, you might see more of their people are assisted. So that's why it's nice to visit and see how you fit into the climate that's already there. Right. Because um, places change all the time. Mm -hmm. you know? So who the people are and what they need help with and things like that. So, Which leads me into just a little bit of like off the side for a minute with mm -hmm. that independent and assisted living, that it's okay um, say if they're independent enough to be driving and things mm -hmm. like that, that they can come and go as they please of type course. thing. Yep. You're not a prisoner. Uh, <laughs> so but I think people think of it more as um, like a nursing home right. type atmosphere that once they're there, they really can't go out with their families and, and be active and uh, independently within the community. Right. But no, you are, again, apartment building with services is what I like to go back to because you come and go as you want. We do ask that you sign in and out because in case of any sort of emergency, mm -hmm. we want to know you're mm -hmm. not there or mm -hmm. you are there. Um, but people, you can go away for vacation for a week, a month, however long you want to do. Um, just go out for the day. You can drive yourself. You can, people get Ubers and Lyfts now because they're <laughs> good at that. Um, you can arrange for a taxi. Most places have a van as well that can take you out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you come and go as you want to. Um, just knowing that, again, we're there, but just keep in touch with us if you're going to be there. You can have overnight guests. If your grandkids yeah. want to come and stay, it's still your home. Oh, that's um, wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Because I think that's the part that people uh, don't have a, a right. good it's understanding. An, and again, I encourage people, if you've never visited an assisted living, visit. Because mm -hmm. it's not a nursing home. It's not a hospital feel. It's, you know, it's carpeted. It's got beautiful windows, some sort of a kitchen setup. It's homey. Mm -hmm. A lot of places will let you paint or let you kind of make it your own. No, see, Hang up your own that. pictures. <laughs> you got to ask. But a lot of times we'll say yes, because how difficult is it to repaint mm -hmm. someday? Mm -hmm. So, you know, know that it's, we want it to be your home. You do bring your own furniture, you furnish it yourself, and you make it 
as cozy and comfortable as you want. Um, and that's what's going to make someone successful, is if it truly feels like your space as opposed to you know, a sterile mm -hmm. environment that you're just in for the rest of your life. <laughs> the other thing is, I mean, with your experience of mm -hmm. being in, in um, several assisted livings that you've worked with, can you give them, um, give people an idea of the types of activities that if, if you don't want to go out and about, mm -hmm. if you want to stay, what types of things are going on with, I know each one is very different, is different, but yeah. what are some of the things that you have seen in, in your years of, of working yeah. at these different places? So most places have some sort of exercise classes, whether it's daily or a few times a week, but always something. A lot of it's chair-based in case your mobility is not so great or your balance, but that's an option. Um, usually some sort of card games or trivia or word mm -hmm. games, things mm -hmm. like that. A lot of places have happy hour if you still enjoy a glass of wine or just want some soda. Mm -hmm. um, always live music and entertainment. So all different genres that come through Perfect. for you to kind of be entertained <laughs> by. Um, let's see, I mean, maybe art classes or floral mm -hmm. arranging. Mm -hmm. um, pet therapy dogs come through. Um, so many things. So it's Cooking not just groups, like baking clubs. Yeah. That's kind of like, excuse me for interrupting, no, as please. to the advantage as being in your own apartment right. where um, can be pretty quiet, but now in, in this independent living or assisted living, you can walk out and be a part of any activity, uh, if, whether you want to or, uh, and, and if you don't want to, you don't have to, but it's there. It's very easy to get to. It's that, and then it's also, I mean, there's usually people hanging out. There's usually a living room type space or a lobby area that people mm -hmm. just sit. Maybe they're reading the paper, maybe there are people watching that you could just sit and talk to. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, again, there's, it's endless possibilities of if you don't want to do a structured group, if you don't want to play bingo, I understand, maybe yep. you don't, mm -hmm. but there's the chance to have a cup of coffee and chat with some ladies mm -hmm. or go outside if it's a beautiful day and you know sit in the sun with a few people. But again, mm -hmm. know that those are options, that you can still go back to your apartment, you can do your routine that you've always done at home, mm -hmm. same as you want to. If you still want to you know, clean your apartment, you can. If you still want to watch the news or do your crossword puzzles, do that. Mm -hmm. No one's going to stop you, but know that we're adding only adding things to your life. Because again, it can get very isolating for people. Yeah. That is one yeah. of the number one reasons why people move. Mm -hmm. They either mm -hmm. don't want to care for the house anymore because you know it's getting too much to manage landscapers and snow removal and pay the bills, things like that. They mm -hmm. don't want to cook and they're lonely. Um, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but I mean, if they're not yeah. active in a senior center, yeah. which is one great thing and that's a great way to keep you at home, but sometimes if you can't get there or if it's mm -hmm. too hard, mm -hmm. you become isolated. and. What's your quality of life? So that's right, what I always right. say. I mean, it's expensive, yes, 100%. It's more than you're gonna pay now. Mm -hmm. But if you add up you know, all the expenses, think about what's included in assisted living. So all your meals, the housekeeping, mm -hmm. um, most of your utilities, you know, your heat, electric, air conditioning, all of those things are included. Add up what you're paying now at home. If you own your home, fine, but what are your taxes? What are your monthly utility bills? What are your grocery bills? If you have mm -hmm. to hire a landscaper, what is that costing you? How often are your kids there? Because right. they have to help you with things, mm -hmm. and it might not be that far off. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things to look into, but only what's your quality of life now, and what could it be? Do you see why I asked Kristen <laughs> to come here and speak to us today? My gosh, she's like, has so much information. Um, well, again, you know, I think you gave a nice overview mm -hmm. as to, I think the most important thing that you just shared um, that stands out most to me is don't be afraid to ask the questions 
Um, and it's feel. never too early to visit. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're 70 and say, oh, I don't need this, go. Show mm -hmm. up, show up on my doorstep. Mm -hmm. I will happily show you around. People do it all the time. The worst thing you want to do is, is wait too long. Mm -hmm. You know, don't have any research done and then God forbid something happens. You fall, you hurt yourself, you get sick and you have to move, then mm -hmm. it's no longer your mm -hmm. choice because now you're in the hospital and your family's doing this for you. Research for yourself, have your top one or two places. Let your family know that mm -hmm. and have it be part of your plan that if something happens and I need to go, I like this. Also move sooner than later. Usually if you're already pretty you know, sick or compromised in some sort of way, you're not going to get as much out of it mm -hmm. as you would if you came six months or a year before that. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's you know, making friendships or getting involved more in things, um, just know that it's not, it's not awful. You know? It's a great option out there for you to take right, advantage of. Right. So know it's there, research it. I have one la I have one other question mm -hmm. I do want to ask. I meant to ask it a little bit earlier, and it's for the veterans that yes. are watching. Um, as to, can you share about the sure. uh, the veteran benefit? So there is a benefit out there that's called the aid and attendance benefit. So that is something that applies to both the veteran or their surviving spouse. You cannot have been divorced. If you're divorced, then your spouse is no longer eligible for your benefits if you're the veteran. Um, you need to need assistance. So you can't be completely independent with that. But if you need help in the shower or with medications or getting dressed, things like that, mm -hmm. then that will be one criteria. Uh, the veteran themselves has to have served at least one day during wartime. So mm -hmm. right now it's World War II, Korea, or Vietnam that we're talking about. You don't have to have been deployed, but you have to have been in good standing and active duty at least one day while war was declared. Mm -hmm. And then there's financial criteria. So that kind of is a little fluid right now that yep, there's yep, a lot yep. to look into. Mm -hmm. um, if you have too much money, unfortunately, you're not going to get it like any financial aid. They're not going right, to give you money. Right. But if you're on the cusp, I say 100% go talk to your local veterans agent. Um, there's other companies out there that are resources for you. Mm -hmm. But aid and attendance is a great benefit that, I mean, on the low end, it's around $1,300 a month if you're the spouse. On the high end, it could be like 2200 or so for a couple if you mm -hmm. both need assistance. So think about adding that on top of your Social Security, you're getting a lot closer to being able to pay for it. Perfect, perfect. So that and, and then long-term care insurance is another thing too. No, if right. you Thank purchase you. You. a yes. long-term care insurance policy, do not buy one at the age of 80. No. Not worth it. No, <laughs> please, please don't encourage But if you've had one, yeah. then that will kick in, again, as long as you need help. If you're mm -hmm. independent, no. But the day you start to need some care assistance, mm -hmm. it will start paying. So say, for example, in um, your facility, mm -hmm. is there someone that can help people? Yes. That will yep. walk them yep. through that? Because Talk you through everything, give you the resources mm -hmm. of who to call mm -hmm. specifically about, you know, getting things started. Mm -hmm. so, perfect, yeah. perfect. So as you can see with talking with Kristen, that yes, at first, you know, it can be um, a large cost, but again, doing your homework, mm -hmm. there might be some ways to make it work a little bit better financially. Yeah. Not to close yourself off and saying, nope, I can't do this. It's too expensive. It's totally out of my league. Not always, not always. Um, or having also the thought as to, you know what, I really don't know if, if I want to do this and not even giving you the chance to even look at it. Mm -hmm. Just as Kristen's saying, it's wonderful to go in. Um, I've, I've had meals at several of them and they're all delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, if I have a work day, I'd be, I'd be in trouble. Just don't eat the food every day. <laughs> That's why we have exercise classes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, is there anything that you think I'm missing um, that's important as to uh, assisted livings. The only so, piece that we didn't speak about is that memory I care. was just thinking the same thing. So that's just something that, um, you know, if you're dealing with an Alzheimer's or dementia diagnosis, either you, your spouse, your parents, whoever it is you're looking for, 
know that there's other options out there with that as well. So there are uh, many assisted livings also have a memory care component. The main difference with that is, is is a secure area. So the doors are alarmed and secure. They can't open automatically from the inside mm -hmm. in case someone is a wander risk. So if they would go outside the community and walk away and not know how to come back. Mm -hmm. um, they usually have higher staffing ratios. So there's more people around, um, more consistent programming. So there mm -hmm. aren't as many breaks in between the programming. Um, great options. So, and then there are also standalone memory care. So those just one building and all they do is memory care. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things to look into. I mean, there could be, I mean, here at the Gables, we do not offer memory care. We are just independent and assisted living. Mm -hmm. So if someone lives with us and starts to, you know, become unsafe, those are our main criteria. If you, mm -hmm. again, are going to leave the building and not know how to come back right. or some, fall in your apartment and not know how to ask for help, things like that, we'd have the conversation about what's the right next step for you. Mm -hmm. um, and that could could be a standalone memory care where that's all they do. Um, location again usually comes into play. Is mm -hmm. it an area that's convenient for your family to you know to get there consistently? But no, there's options out there. Those mm -hmm. are usually more expensive and typically do not have any sort of subsidized options for them. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, was um, right. Yeah. Hopefully things will change mm -hmm. someday. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, that's kind of you know there are. I'm sure there's anomalies out there, but most of them mm -hmm. um, are just private pay. So. And the, the piece that I've seen that's been a safer memory kiss. I'm telling you, it's a husband and wife. And they know it's time, like, whoever the caregiver is knows it's a time to that we might have to move into another mm -hmm. facility type thing. That that person being able to be an independent and you could be in this, yeah, you could see in the same campus or same yeah. building mm -hmm. and you know just be separated i mean you in some circumstances too you could both live in the same apartment maybe both live in memory care and then the well spouse can come and go as they want to mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. or if there aren't any major safety risks yet both live in the independent or assisted living um, and maybe do a day program idea over mm -hmm. in the memory care mm -hmm. again every place is different in terms of what they can offer but there are places out there that do all of these things. So again, it's doing your research. Start with yeah. you know, start with your radius. If I only want to go five miles from my town, or mm -hmm. I want my mm -hmm. town and where my daughter lives, or whatever that is, look around, see what's there, pop in. I also encourage don't make an appointment. I mean, I love when people make an appointment. Right, it right, helps right, my right. day, but it's not about me. Mm -hmm. Show up unexpected. See what you get. See what it looks like when they don't know you're coming. See mm -hmm. what it smells like when they don't know you're coming. Um, meet some of the residents, and then. You know, understand that if you're coming on an off time, you might not get all the exact pricing and things like that that the person in my position would give you, right. but you're going to get a really true feel of what mm -hmm. it's like there on a day-to-day -day basis. And then they can make appointments. And then you that. can come back. Yeah, <laughs> stop, stop by and just yeah. look around, get a feel, yeah. and if you like it, then make an appointment. Mm -hmm. But know that you, no one's ever going to kick you out. You're always welcome. You're always going to be greeted with open arms. Don't care if you're looking for today or six months or six years down the road. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we're here is to provide you information to know that there's many options. Options. I will happily help any family along the way, even if they're not the right fit for my community, wherever mm -hmm. I am at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I could be a resource and point you somewhere else, great. Um, because it's we're not one size fits all. No. I know that I'm not the right community for every person mm -hmm. out there. So mm -hmm. it's just making sure that at the end of the day you don't feel lost and you know your options and you find the right fit. And I think that's the other piece is that every place is different, but mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a good thing it too. It is, it is. As to what people feel more comfortable in. And you're going to be able to eliminate some immediately. Mm -hmm, you could mm -hmm. walk through the door and say, nope, mm -hmm. turn right back around. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong it's with your that. your choice. So, yeah. Right. Again, it's like choosing a college, except we, we have to accept you because we have to make sure clinically, medically, we can take care of you. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're doing pretty okay, you have your choice. Mm -hmm. And we all want you. So <laughs> you, you're in the winning there, I guess. That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Um, 
again, you know, uh, this is just to start the discussion of it, to uh, know that there's another option out there, to kind of question options. Mm -hmm. Again, just as Kristen was saying, you might not need it today, but you might need it six months from a year from now and get in the feel as to what's out there. Yeah, it's just educating yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's mm -hmm. home care options. If you're not ready for it, you want to bring people in. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Doesn't help necessarily with the isolation and doesn't help with, you know, still maintaining the home, but it could help with any care needs. Mm -hmm. And then there's, yeah, talk about do a respite stay. Just try it for a month. See how it goes. If you hate it, you leave. <laughs> you know, actually, I've had a couple of people have done the respite, and they're like, uh, no, we're not going home. <laughs> right, most people, it depends on why you're going, but yeah, a lot of yeah. people don't want yeah. to. Yeah. But also know you're not stuck forever, no matter where you go, even if you're doing a buy-in. Buy-in's a little point. trickier because you have to get your money back, but any sort of rental. So most assisted livings out there are a rental. Mm -hmm. You do typically sign a one-year lease, and that lease just locks in whatever rate you're paying for, for 12 months, or whatever. some start in January, some are 12 full months. Again, every place a little different, but locks in that rate so the company cannot change your monthly rate on you. But you can break that lease at any point in time. Every place is a little different. At the Gables, we have a 30-day notice across the board. Mm -hmm. I don't care why you're leaving. You have every right to leave, give us written notice, and you move on to wherever you want to go. You move mm -hmm. into Florida because it's too cold? Great, mm -hmm. have fun. We're here if you decide to come back. Um, some places have a 60-day notice, so it's a little longer, but still knowing you're not there forever. Right. If you hate it, you're, it's not like you have to make this decision on the spot and you'll never get out of it. Move, you know? Again, you're so good. Oh my gosh, you're so good. I just, you know, it's it's a feeling. Get mm -hmm. out there, talk to people, ask the questions, yep. call places. You know, just figure out because you're going to be able to eliminate. It looks overwhelming when you look when you drive around and look at all the signs that say mm -hmm. senior living. There's a lot of them, but figure out. Okay, Which this one has you? only memory care. I don't need memory care. Cross it off my list. Mm -hmm. This one's a buy-in. I don't want to have to pay that much money. Cross it off the list, and you know, work your way down. You'll find the right fit. And I think that was another good point that you made, that just because you're going into one, that you, you still, you're not locked in forever. People switch know? places all the time. Mm -hmm. It's more of, you know, you got to move again. And a lot of times there also is a thing called a community fee that most assisted livings have. Mm -hmm. So that's a fee you pay upon move in. You never pay it again, but you don't get it back. Mm -hmm. And that's usually a few thousand dollars. Um, so if you move from place to place, you may have to pay two of those. Yep. They might yep. be really nice to you because you already paid one at the first place and waive it on the second one. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, just knowing that's the only thing you're out is maybe, you know, three or $4,000. But you're not stuck. Happiness. There. But the, yeah. <laughs> Again, it's quality of life. That's yep. what I always come yep. back to. I don't yep. care if yes. you have six months left or five years. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What is going to make you happy today and now? Don't make a move based on what you might need when you're 97 and you need a nursing home. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what do you need now? What do you see in the next six months to make you happy? Because again, who knows what's in, in store for any of us and what the future is going to hold. So base it on where you are now and what you want now. And uh, the rest will fall into place. Well, I think she just summed it up perfectly for us. So um, again, Kristen, I want to thank you so much for coming here and yeah. speaking with us today, kind of giving us an overview. But I think you gave some, some, key, some key pointers. Um, and obviously, like I've said on a number of occasions, it's the education that... Um, go out there, look into it, uh, and don't dismiss it. There are opportunities out there, and there's such there's such a pot to pick from. There is. Uh, there's so yeah. many out there. Um, so thank you, thank, thank you, you very no, much. Great to be here. I'm just going to give a, a couple of updates as to um, some thank yous. I want to thank the Wilmington Middle School Chorus 
uh, for coming out and doing a live performance with us. They were fantastic. Um, your parents must be so proud because you really are a phenomenal group. Um, and I also want to thank, we had our volunteer appreciation uh, brunch last week. It went over phenomenal, and if it wasn't for volunteers, uh, the Department of Elderly Services would not be what it is today. So I want to thank each and every uh, volunteer out there that's for us. The other little piece I did want to say is for June, June 18th, um, Officer Paul Shalafour, the community, uh, community liaison officer, he has arranged for the Better Business Bureau to come out to speak to us, like I said, on the 18th at 1 o'clock. Why do I feel that's so important to share with you? Is because how many of us are being slammed by telephone calls and you know about whether it be about Medicare oh did you get your new Medicare card you know what why don't you tell me the number you see on your card right away we know never give any information like that out but there's a lot more that's going on right now and so that's why we want the Better Business Bureau to come out to share a few things with us um, I think it would be very beneficial for everyone to find out more just because it's so so overwhelming between the calls and the mail um, and computer emails and it's just it's just a little too much so again I wanted to share that with you but thank you for being with us today I hope to see you next time at Elder Concerns <laughs>